Hello, hello. Hi. Hôm nay mình trở lại với Amy và Kim um, với lại cái uh, podcast của người Việt Nam tâm sự với tám của um, và với bên Georgia Asian Times. We're back with tâm sự với tám, sponsored by Georgia Asian Times. So Kim, how has this week been after the New Year's? Mm, it's been good. Um, you know, we're always busy. Um, since the New Year's is over, I think we have other topics to uh, touch on. Yeah, the cái thuyền năm mới thêm một lần nữa là Amy và Kim với lại Georgia Asian Time muốn chúc quý đồng hương một năm mới an khang thịnh vượng và đầy hạnh phúc năm nay nha. Thì hết năm mới thì nói chung là người Việt Nam thì vẫn còn mùng là vẫn còn Tết hôm nay là mà hôm nay là mùng sáu thì vẫn còn Tết đó. Ở Việt Nam in là Vietnam, người ta vẫn. but over here we're back to work. <cười> so, hôm nay thì Amy và Kim trở lại uh, làm việc đầy đủ rồi cho nên ai muốn coi nhà mua nhà um, hay muốn nghe podcast thì uh, có thể bắt đầu nha. Um, một cái đó mà hầu hết mỗi năm đầu năm mới á, thì mình hay làm những cái uh, nó gọi là cái gì? Uh, New Year's um is that Uh, I'm not sure what you're trying to resolution. say. Resolution, <laughs> New Year resolution yeah. là uh-huh. mỗi năm là mình phải uh, ra những cái mục tiêu của năm. Thì cái này á là em mình thấy nha, người mm. thấy á là rất là nhiều người nói, ô năm nay ba mẹ tôi muốn tôi làm cái này, năm nay ba mẹ tôi muốn tôi làm cái kia. Giống như là cả đời á là đã hay nói cho con cái rất bỏ rất là nhiều áp lực, đúng không? Mm-hmm. Đó, thì có những cái á, mình áp lực á, thì ok Nhưng mà có những cái mình áp lực á, nó làm cho nó ảnh hưởng tới cái đầu óc Là cái uh, cái, cái mental health á. Uh-huh. Thì uh, theo Kim có thấy những cái chuyện đó xảy ra không? Definitely um, Amy's touching on, you know, after New Year's Of course you have New Year's resolutions uh-huh. And, you know, some parents put their resolutions onto their kids Right And expectations are very, very high in the Asian community, mm-hmm. as we all know. Um, so that's why we're going to bring on a special guest today. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're ready for her. She is a registered nurse mm-hmm. and uh, one of our dear friends. And uh, this all came about of us uh, talking about um, mental health and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And she shared with us some great, great, great uh, stories of her personal experience yeah. at work. Thì uh, cái người bạn này là người bạn cũng rất là thân với em và Kim. Thì mấy chị em kia có ngồi đó mình nói chuyện với nhau oh, um, giống như chia sẻ những cái câu chuyện về mm-hmm. gia đình uh, có oh, gia đình có áp lực hay không như vậy vậy kia thì tự nhiên cái tới một cái câu chuyện mà làm cho em và Kim cảm thấy là rất là cần phải nói ra. Uh, có những chuyện á mình khó nói lắm. Nhưng mà nếu như mà mình nói ra để mình hiểu thêm á ừ. Thì có thể là có thể giúp được cho những người khác Thì cái câu chuyện này là về một người mà gia đình bỏ quá nhiều áp lực Để mà tới What, Để cho quyền nói đi Đúng hả? rồi, okay. thì mình nói sơ sơ ừ. là giống như là một cái áp lực ha Sẽ có thì nhiều chuyện lắm Rất là nhiều chuyện Thì bây giờ mình sẽ đem uh, cái người registered nurse này Nguyên uh-huh. Nguyên Nguyễn Ừ Hi, we have a uh, Huyen on with us. Hi, Huyen. Hi, hi. This is Emil Kim. You guys like sound what? so much alike. No, this is Kim. <laughs> hi, Huyen. Okay, guys, we hi. are friends. Okay, so um, I guess we sound different on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, okay, so when let's um we introduced you a little bit already. So um, yeah, tell us the full deets. Okay, so of course everybody knows my name already. My name's Quinn, and I've been a nurse for five to six years now. Mm. I spent one year working in med surge, which is like medical, and then the rest in the mental health um, department. So currently, I'm working as a nurse manager right now um, at Georgia Regional Hospital. And that's a safe facility for forensic and adult mental health. Currently oh, wow. in Georgia, it's indicator. Yeah. I never knew this. Wow. So when, bao nhiêu năm nay chị em mình chơi với nhau mà chị không biết là em dữ dội vậy quan trọng tới vậy. Thì nhưng mà tại sao mà em lại đi vào cái mental health? Tại tại vì cái đó là một một cái nơi mà nó khá là áp lực cho em là một người nurse. Yeah, so đó. what made you choose to be in the mental health facility? Okay, to be honest with you guys, like to start with being a nurse in general, I I want to be a nurse. You know, some people are like, oh, em muốn giúp đời, em muốn giúp đời, em muốn giúp người. <laughs> but really, um, and that's some part, some truth to that. But in reality, I became a nurse, but because you know, my parents want me to get a good job. Mm-hmm. And, and just be um, able to support myself. Right. And um, I think the nursing field is like the safest of the safe. Yeah. Yeah. For like the needs, people in general and just Asian people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, why I picked mental health, because I saw like not a lot of Asian people was going into this area and we, we really need a lot of help. Mm. After yeah, it became definitely. a nurse, that's why I really want to choose it. Well, I applaud well, you for it. Yes, absolutely. Um, thật, em thật là gọi là gì? Uh, vững mạnh. Vững rồi. Em là giống như là một cái hero vậy đó. Mặc dù quyền rất là nhỏ con. Thật sự nha, cô bé này rất quyền rất là you know. Cái này gọi là, là 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 nhỏ mà có vỏ đó. Đúng, là cô bé rồi. này ở ngoài đời rất là bé mà có những cái câu chuyện mà quyền kể đó. <cười> Mà mình nghĩ, yeah. ủa tại sao mà một, nó nó nhỏ chút xíu mà sao nó có thể handle được những cái người mà ở, giống như là ở ở trong bệnh viện như vậy đó. Ừ. Nhưng mà chị muốn hỏi nữa là, ở trong cái mental health, lúc nãy em nói là không có nhiều người châu Á ở trong cái ngành nghề của em. Và người châu Á mình rất là cần, nhưng mà tại sao lại người châu Á mình rất là cần? I feel it's, it's like, for example, it's a disconnection in the service. Mm-hmm. And you, it's the culture that sometimes you just don't don't understand them. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like I see that, like I have a Vietnamese patient right now. Oh wow! At the okay. hospital, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm taking care of him, and every time he see me, he would be so happy. Oh, okay. And he's like, "Oh, what do you do for that?" And blah, you know, stuff like that, and just make him really, really happy. So they're more comfortable. Just, yeah, they're they're more comfortable with me versus and, you and know he, they see all yeah. other nurses and but there are very few Vietnamese nurses that mm-hmm. work in the mental health mm-hmm. so they feel like yeah. they can relate to and anything and you know he doesn't speak English so well even though we have a translator for him he always come and tell me stuff that he needs mm-hmm. oh can you tell my doctor this can can I have this this is not right my medication is not correctly mm-hmm. I feel weird Stuff like that. Mm. You know, I never really thought about the medical field 
that way. You know, yeah. it, it's kind of like, you know, you, you see it and you never really thought about the medical field in that kind of sense. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. very interesting. So, because I think people are like, okay, as a nurse, because I used to be in the medical field, um, they usually take care of children mm-hmm. or order or post, um, post, um, post surgery and, you know, therapy. I was in that field, but I never got in touch with mental health. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think because it scares me, I try to stay away from it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I think that's it, the problem. It can be scary. Yeah. yeah. It can be scary. Yeah. Like, you know, I was attacked before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Little, yeah. little wing like, was I, attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was attacked before this lady scratched my face. Oh, wow. So let's talk and a little I, bit about, uh, you know, the mental health that you've seen, because I'm sure that you've seen a lot of, you know, patients, but also in the Asian community, like, Dung Người Việt Nam, in the Vietnamese community, yeah. too. Yeah, like, what is your most, like, I would say, memorable. memorable? Yeah, so you know how we speak in fact, like, what our parents want us to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember this case when I just have this very, he's a very young Asian guy. And it was memorable to me because I can see myself in him. Mm-hmm. So you know how his pressure put a lot of look on him. They want him to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they already noticed that he wasn't, he wasn't acting right. He had some, um, I would say, yuking. Uh, uh, triggers. Yeah, already. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he would, like, have a lot of disorganized behavior. Not speaking well, have very poor self-care. He would leave the house in the middle of the night. But they're like, oh, that's going to go away. They just ignore that. And she's like, you have to finish school. You have to go to medical school. Mm-hmm. So eventually, they didn't get him any treatment, and it, and eventually he physically attacked them. Oh wow! You know, yeah, so is that when they realize he needs help? They already know that he's not right. Mm-hmm. But they think it's gonna help. go away. Exactly. So like, we just gonna ignore that. Yeah, giống như là rất là thấy là nhiều người châu Á và người Việt Nam á là giống như là cái thấy nó có vấn đề mình biết là đó là có cái vấn đề nhưng mà ừ. sợ mình nói ra thì quê nó quê, nó quê. mất mặt à, mất mặt quê Đúng mất mặt nhưng mà thật sự nếu mà con mình nó cần cái sự giúp đỡ thì mình phải đưa nó đến bác sĩ để mà nó nó get nó the help that they need đúng rồi oh it's just not the situation yeah. personally they, they I know many under the rug no I know, know many yeah. situations that are like this they just keep thinking it's gonna go away and you're gonna outgrow it But mm-hmm. it goes into your adult life, affecting it their really everyday do. life. Yeah, it really does. And then when you come to hospital, that means that it's so bad for a person to involuntarily get admitted to my hospital. Because our hospital, we don't, we, you can't believe you are in there for at least 72 hours. We are holding you. Mm. Wow. Wow. So it was. So yeah, you are in danger to yourself and others. So it's really bad for them to be admitted it's there. Really bad. Mm. So at a point when he was, he came to us, we started him on medications, but at this point it was too late because the, the earlier you start your treatment, the better it is. But at that point, we couldn't even treat him that much. Mm. We can only sedate him with antipsychotic medication. So is it kind of so, like when you sedate him? Is it kind of like in the movies where you have to like have? People like, like hold him down, and, and then you just stab yes, him with it. Yes, yes, honestly, <laughs> it's like that. 
<laughs> I mean, to us, because we only see this in the movies, we don't know if it really happens. Right. And then imagining uh-huh. when being small, tiny, tiny when like stabbing someone with a syringe, like uh, sedation. You know? oh <laughs> so those of you, if you ever oh. see when in person, she's like five yeah. one. Maybe, yeah. maybe barely five one because she's think, probably a little bit taller I think than my me. Little brother weighs more than you, and I, I, I think she's not even a hundred pounds. Right. And I'm just imagining in my head, how is this girl gonna sedate somebody like right. with a syringe? So I'm just you know what, imagining get, in my pic, in my head of like you know in the movies. You know, after I get the shot, I just start running. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I think it's uh, so what I do yeah. like that you know you you touch and um touch on when you see the issues you gotta address it right away. But right. Yes. in our community, that's not something that we do, right? Well, maybe because no. that's what not a lot of Asians are admitted into the mental facility because their parents are keeping them at home. Right. Instead of getting them help, that's the issue. And then when once in blue you see an Asian person and they see you, they get so excited that uh-huh. you know. But you know what's funny yeah. that we say that like most of the patients at my hospital are in a forensic unit. Oh. I would say ninety-eight percent of them. Oh. And okay. I think because their family is not getting them help, and their family just let them be, and they became homeless, and they start committing crimes. Uh, so now they are in prison, and then the court see that something is wrong with them. They get sent for a mental evaluation, mm-hmm. and that when they start getting treatment and start getting better. Wow! So you get pretty the worst, much the, of worst the worst of the worst. Yes, yes, yes. Because that wow. guy I mentioned earlier, he was from a forensic unit, which means that I think he committed some crime, mm. and then eventually he get treatment at the hospital, and they drop are his charges. Now, with these, do you ever see somebody who was, like, in there, obviously, in the file and the history, is that they're perfectly normal, but because of the pressure, especially, you know, I'm, I'm talking about more of the Asian ones, um, just because yeah. our culture is very, um, you know, education-oriented, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and they put that pressure on the kids that they've gone crazy and then commit crimes and then get admitted to your hospital. Have you seen those? I, um, more in particular, I don't see that much, but like I say, I do see a lot of like in the Asian community that they do put pressure on their children and they have depression, anxiety, depression, anxiety. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And, 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 and these are, to... some of people don't speak of it either. These are the ones that do yeah. speak of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's more in particular sad. than that, than them committing crimes, mm-hmm. you know, um, when they do commit a crime, it's more like the family just like, I can't deal with this anymore. You just got to leave my house. Get out of my house. Wow. And no one really is taking care of them. So they, you know, end up being homeless. And usually they will end up like trespassing at Walmart or whatever. And get arrested. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, this is kind of like in the movie. Well, well, yeah, back, like, honestly, yeah. back when I took abnormal psychology, I think at the, the, the issue at the end of the class was people were saying when people get discharged, like mental people who's been mm-hmm. in the facilities for like years, years, you know, and that's all they know. And once yeah. they get discharged, they can't adapt to the real world. They can't adapt to yeah. the real world and they're yep. still needing yep. help. You know what I mean? They still need they help. Do. So then that's why there's so many homeless people. 
mm-hmm. because and they don't know what to do. Exactly like right, exactly that guy. We discharged him multiple times, and, and he keeps um, coming back. He could, yeah, he keeps <laughs> coming back because they will find him um, the un cafe, uh-huh. and then like mm-hmm. the, you know un cafe like in those coffee shops with those uh-huh. girls, uh-huh. <laughs> and like he just give them all his money. Because he get a social benefit check. Yeah, he oh. just like go. He like he just give people his money because he doesn't know what to do. Oh, and then he comes he, back. He, he come back because he like I need I need a place to live. I I need money. Wow. See, the issue here is that if this was all addressed early on in his life, yeah. I feel like into his adulthood he wouldn't know what to do and what to function. Prevented. It could have been prevented instead of just putting it under a rug and yeah. and just make him do all these things. So now and I think because his life is done. He, he, yeah, he needs a connection with, the per, you know, just human being in general because no one, he doesn't have family. So mm-hmm. he goes to these coffee shops and he sees these girls at his friends and family. Mm-hmm. So he gives them money. Mm. So mental health that actually one. comes in different types and colors yeah. and like, Trust. Yeah. trust doesn't come easy and, and then when they make you trust them and then that's why he can do anything for them yeah oh wow it's, it's very sad it is sad it is sad i mean you know you growing up kind of relatable where you know your parents are putting expectations on you not i wouldn't say there's a form of expectation okay like they want yeah um it's like of course they want you to end all, up well yeah. all, all parents want means you, well yeah 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 but um, when the reality and expectations are not on par mm-hmm. with each other, I think right. it can get a little out of hand with competition as well. Personally, as a mother, because I had, do have children, I feel like it's oh, it's good to have expectations. But it like mm-hmm. like Kim just said, it's like you know it has to be lined up with reality. Reality yeah. with their, um, you know, is that something they like or is that something that you like for them? You yeah. like for them, or if it's something that they're capable of you know of course you want your kids to just oh you can be the world you can be anything you want however is it you they can be anything they want or they can be anything that their parents want you know um and mm-hmm. that yeah. that's i i agree like you know yeah. i think người người việt nam người tàu người đủ thứ người á châu mình hết á like all have the uh-huh. same it's the mindset. same mindset, mindset. and my mi- like the mm-hmm. same give me pressure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, Liam, you know, my little brother Liam, ten years old. His mom already had a talk with him what she wants him to be when he grows up. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Because uh she don't want him to do this and don't want him to do this. He should do this. And it's a lot of and pressure. He's already on a ten. 10 and he already yeah, yeah, yeah. he thumbs it with me is that it stressed him out. Mm-hmm. But to her yeah. it's like, Oh, I just want what's best for him. You know, they yeah, fail you to know see we, it. Right. You know how we, like, we talk to our family? They were like, oh, can I, it's a phase. Bone people, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, if you tell your mom that, like, mom, I'm, I'm not feeling well. I'm really sad. They're like, my bone, you my bone. Đúng you rồi. Know? Tao buồn hơn mày nữa. Đúng rồi. <laughs> Mà, cái, cái này là nghe rất là nhiều nha là, oh, uh-huh. ơi, con buồn. Oh, con buồn gì? Con nít mà buồn gì? Con nít mà biết buồn. Uh-huh. You know, maybe that got no touch yeah. yeah. No, I remember that year, like when I was younger, and my mom is always very supportive. My mom listened, but I have other family members. Con nít mà biết buồn gì? Ủa, trời, con nít cũng là con người chứ bộ người ta cũng biết buồn chứ. Không lẽ con nít không biết buồn? You know? 
Yeah. So, um, but, but you know, like, giống như là mấy cái đó mà mình cứ im á, thì từ từ nó sẽ dẫn tới những cái chuyện nó nó thành ra quan trọng hơn. Đó. Chứ không yeah. phải là, yeah. giống như nhiều khi người ta nói là hả, uh, mày làm quá. Nó, nhưng mà thực sự nó không phải là quá đâu. Yeah. Đó. Thì có cái mà chị muốn hỏi em á là cái mà, cái 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 gì mà em concern nhất khi mà giống như em làm trong công việc này em em làm trong cái công việc này tại vì cái công việc này nó cái cái nó cũng hơi nguy hiểm á nó rất là nguy hiểm uh-huh. mà nhất là một người một người nguy hiểm giống như giống như mọi người nghe thì mọi người chỉ có nghe cái giọng của Huyền thôi nhưng mà tại vì tụi chị biết Huyền cho nên nó là mình thấy được em như thế nào mà giống yeah. như là làm cái công việc này thì cái áp lực nào với em nhiều nhất cái áp lực nào uh, nhiều nhất hả Or what are you concerned uh, about the most? Yeah, when, when you go to work every day, like what is your most concern? I mean, most concern is, is you know, if I'm going to get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, that would be my well-being. biggest concern. I see yeah. my well-being in general. Because I see a lot of my, the staff that work there. I mean, this lady got end up in the ICU because someone, like, hit her really bad. And she was just a housekeeper. Wow, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, this guy attacked I, her and he's very violent. Wow, I applaud mm-hmm. you guys for working what you're doing because you're putting your life in danger to help these people for sure. And yeah. I don't want parents know, to think, you know, you're nurse They always think if you're a nurse, then you live the life. You have a good life. Mm-hmm. You just go to work and you uh-huh. come home and you get good pay, good yeah. pay. And okay, it is yeah. hard being a nurse. Okay, so I want to clear the air on that. I applaud you for doing it, especially in mental health. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, làm có mười hai tiếng làm có ba ngày sướng. Sướng không? We work every day. No, I'm still. What's your take on it? Yeah. Like, what's your take on it as far as, like, you know, uh, as mental, far as your like well being, too? Well being yeah. and the mental health in our uh, AAPI and the Vietnamese community. Yeah. So, my take on it, like, you talk about being a nurse, right? But about being a nurse and then about uh-huh. mental health later. Okay, mental So, we take on again, we say nurse, not soup. <laughs> there, are days, there are days that I don't eat until I get home. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then the day that I don't, I can't even use the restroom. I have to hold in my pee. And every nurse know that. <laughs> wow. So you're hurting your bladder? Yeah. Yeah, we're hurting your bladder. We end up with an infection. Mm-hmm. And I'm right at hospital. Anyway. Wow. So my concern about just the Asians, in our Asian society in general, and, you know, and the needs in particular, that we do not believe in mental illness. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a huge issue. Like, a huge issue. They're like, can I, you like, yeah, I don't, I, just, we just leave it alone. It's going to go away. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mental illness is like a medical, it is a medical disorder. Mm-hmm. So if you left that untreated, you can die from it. Yeah. Or you, you can yeah, hurt you, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can die and you can hurt people from it. Well, and, um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I, I want parents to listen to their children when they do say something like, I'm lonely, I'm hopeless, I need help. Mm-hmm. And just listen to them and really, like, get them help and don't ignore them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest concern. So, trong cái 
cái này là là huyền cái cái ý của huyền là nếu như mà quý vị nào mà có con nhất là những người mấy mấy đứa nhỏ đó nếu mà nó 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 đã nói cho mình biết cái là nó buồn một cái gì đó ừ. thì mình là một người cha mẹ thì mình nên chú ý chút chú xíu. ý về nó một chút con nít nó cũng có cảm giác nó cũng có được quyền buồn nó có stress nó có stress ngay cả một đứa con nít thật sự một đứa con nít nó có stress nha tại vì á, thằng con của em ấy á, ừ. là nó bị kết thấy psoriasis thì từ nhỏ là bác sĩ nói là nó mỗi khi mà nó stress á, thì nó sẽ bị giống như là nó nó, nó flare up là ừ. nó nó sẽ bị nặng hơn ừ. cho nên á, mình nghe xong á, thì thật sự mấy người nghe xong đấy cái thằng này nó vui thế muộn con nít mà có gì stress nhưng mà thật sự nó cũng có chứ giống như nhiều khi nó chơi với bạn hơn nó cũng stress hay là mình mình giống như là nhiều khi nó không nó nghe lời mà mình la nó một cái á, một đứa nhỏ nó cũng có thể stress cho nên là mình phải tìm cái cách để mà mình nói chuyện với nó đó chứ con nít nó có stress nha pay attention to those who are acting out in school um, there's a reason for it all it's not because they bang bè they're going with the wrong crowd they're acting up it's other reason, reasons mm-hmm. why and I personally went through it so I know you know I was neglected at a home so when I went to school I like to you know skip school do things sometimes to get attention now we all know if you were Kim La mm-hmm. teacher back then and she skipped school now you know she did skip school I did skip school <laughs> but I did graduate <laughs> I did graduate with a 3.8 GPA so I'm good <laughs> yeah and you know how Our parents always compare themselves to us. Like, that's how my boy. My God, you know my boy. Khoa đó tao đi học là tao. Yeah, when I was your age. Yeah, when I was your age, I got to swim through the rivers or stuff like that. Climb mountains. You know, you know, I, I'm, no, I, I must say I'm guilty of this every time. Like, you know, my son's like, mommy, it's cold outside. And I said, you know, when I first came to the U.S., I had to go to school and I had to take the bus up in Connecticut and it was snowing. No, I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you. I mean, but you know, I'm very I think, I think those kids. are those are good 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 pointers, but not like yeah. not like yeah. You know, some some parents say it to kind of like just to kind say like demeaning. demean yeah, yeah demeaning yeah, them, demean. undermining them too, you know. So And but I think they think that's good. Sometimes they think that's good for like, yeah. well, I'm I'm motivating them to do better in school. By demeaning them, you mm. see a lot of Asian parents does that. Yeah, yeah. They think, they think that is effective. Yeah, it's not. It's not an effective method to like motivate your children. Right. By comparing right. them. Right. Yeah, and 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 I see a lot of uh, like uh, if we're talking about mental illness in the Asian community. Mm-hmm. Like personally, I've seen uh, a lot of. ADHD and mm-hmm. ADD. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, honestly, yes. I don't see a lot, a lot of like you know schizophrenia or autism. I mean, there is. Don't get me wrong; mm-hmm. they do exist. Because yeah. when I was in working OT, they I see them. But um, yeah. as far as from what I've dealt with, ADHD and ADD is actually very common now. Yeah, and yes, parents very. just get them the medication so they can focus and do better instead of spanking them and putting them in a hundred yeah, hobbies. Nói, nói là nó là cái gì? Uh, thiệt đó con nít mà. Uh, That's why he's crazy. Yeah, you know. No, yeah. yeah, giống như con nít thì con nít nếu mà mình biết cách để mà mình giúp cho nó thì là một chuyện khác. Nhưng mà nếu mà mình không có biết cách để mình giúp thì mình nên đem nó đến bác sĩ để Đúng bác rồi. sĩ giúp cho nó. Chứ con nít, con, con nít thì con nít nhưng mà No, no, right. mình, mình phải coi well, in, in our culture, it's taboo yes. to have men- mental yeah. illness. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think you know, I think Wing, you know, I think I'm so happy that you are in this field helping, and you know, <laughs> we're very proud. We're of you. very yeah. very proud of oh, you. Thank you, thank you. And uh, you know, a lot of providers, um, <laughs> a lot of like Vietnamese providers, like doctors and stuff like that, like, when are you graduating so I can send my my patient to you? They're Vietnamese and they need mental health, but mm-hmm. there's no mental health provider out here to like prescribe medication for them to oh, understand wow. their problem. Really? Yeah. So they're like, where? Yes. They're like, when are you graduating? I'm, I'm, I'm going to send my patients to you. Yes. So our uh, nurse, when is about to be the nurse practitioner. So we're, uh, we're we're super proud of you for that. Well, we need more of Win. Yes, we so need more. So if you, those of you are in the healthcare field, um, this is something you guys should take a look into because it is we do need more agents, yes. especially Vietnamese in this field, yeah. um, to help the people. Um, you see that you said your patient gets so happy when he sees you, mm-hmm. and so happy. Yeah, so that's just something that we don't think about. You know. Um, how happy it is to see another Vietnamese person. Right. Yeah. So we are actually at the end of our podcast. We had so much fun that we lost track of time. So uh. what is your last <laughs> word of advice for our community as far as mental health? So I say, don't put too much pressure on your children. And instead, support them and motivate them to do what, what they want in life and support them in their ventures in life. That would be my main Mm-hmm. at the end of this podcast you know right. yeah definitely well, agree to that yeah, i yeah, yeah. i 100 agree to that and thank you so much for taking your time out i know you know saturday you, morning you've been working hard yes so i think um <laughs> after this you're probably gonna go get yourself a little bubble tea and oh uh, my god you know me so well <laughs> <laughs> okay well congr- um you know good luck on your studies and uh we're so okay. proud of you thank you for coming on thank, today. You, thank you thank you jamie thank, thank you team bye bye, bye.